It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Jane Pickett, our resident vet, uh, joins uh, joins me from the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. A happy New Year to you, Jane. And many happy returns to you, Patricia. How are you keeping? I, I'm very well. And you got over Christmas okay? I did indeed. I had lots of lovely time off. So did you? I, I'm feeling very refreshed now. Happy to get back to clinics. And the other vets in the practice, do they have a quiet time or a busy time? Oh, variable. Was it? <laughs> um, there's always a few Christmas-associated emergencies, um, so it's it's never totally quiet. But I don't think as years go, it doesn't sound like it was too bad a one. Great. Um, so and is it the is it the usual the dog or the cat eating something that they shouldn't have eaten? Yeah. 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 Oh, no, ev- no. every single year, yeah. and that's the the main thing we see now. There's always place for other emergencies. It's not like Christmas turns on and it's only food related emergencies. We get all of the usual emergencies that sadly we'd have with pets being unwell out of hours still happen. We do see a general shift to them eating naughty things that they shouldn't yeah. be eating and not feeling the better for it. Yeah, and they'll dig it out no matter how well you try and hide it. Okay, let's get straight into questions. And one listener says, please don't read out my name because I don't want my family to know what's going on but I took in a little kit 
Mm. It was during the cold snap before Christmas. I started to notice there was something wrong with its skin and it turned out to be mange. I ended up getting a wash from the vet. Now, I'm assuming from the text that that cleared up. But now, says the listener, I'm worried sick. Can you pick up mange yourself? I've discovered my arms are very itchy with scaly skin. Could I have caught this from the little kitten? Even though I was very diligent when it came to hand hygiene, etc. Please don't call out my name as I don't want my family uh, to know. Can mange pass from a, a cat to a human? Uh, not commonly, but certain types can. So it's not something we encounter very frequently. But what I would say is, I suppose, first and foremost, well done for taking in that little kitten. It sounds like it's landed on its feet. And I'm really happy you've got some treatment for it. And it's, it's settled down. But I, th- I think it would be best in this situation, given that you know that you've been in contact with an animal with parasites. However careful we are, there is always a risk. Now, it's not a common one that will transfer. There are other ones, for example, ringworm, a fungal disease that is really, you know, when it, when you have it in a pet, you're almost guaranteed that you may get the associated human. But mange is not one that we encounter so frequently. But that said, I would suggest, I suppose, like like I would say to myself, if I had any, any similar signs, having been in contact with pets with skin disease or, or any of our clients that would have pets that have problems, I'd say, if in doubt, check with your doctor. Yeah, let them know the situation. Yeah, and let them know that you you have been in contact. Please God, it won't be. And keep us informed, please. I'll be very interested to see how you get on. Uh, Mary says, uh, hi, uh, Jane. Question, please. What's the best treatment for tapeworms uh, in my cat has just vomited this morning after food and it contains long white worms. Now, I've tried treating her with a tablet previously, but she simply will not ingest a tablet. Is there any spot on treatment I can get? Is that is that tapeworm it is? Um, if it's long white worms, so if you think about our classic, let's say, the closest thing we'd have in, in normal life is earthworms. So if you imagine they're kind of long, slender creatures, they will be the equivalent of roundworms, which are by far and away the most common worm that we would see in dogs and cats. But tapeworm is slightly different. Tapeworm can be, it's almost long, long strings of grains of rice. They're more segmented. So they have these these little sections to them. So they're a little bit different. Now, it could be either is the case. And cats, certainly, particularly those that are avid hunters outside, um, can can get both or one one of those. I would suggest if you've tried giving a tablet before that, that's normally what I'd suggest is the first port of call. But making sure that the tablet that you've given is one you've got from the vet or the pharmacist. So we know that those products are kind of tested. So we know that they're effective and safe. Um, but if tableting your pet is not an option, and I can understand, and I, I empathise with you here because I've got a cat myself who is not fond of being tableted at all. It's not an easy task. Have a chat with your vet. It may be that if they hold it in stock or they may be able to order it in for you, there are a certain amount of very specific spot-on products that will do both type of worms, so roundworms and tapeworms. Now, tapeworm, just due to the nature of the ingredients that are needed to treat and prevent it, it's not something that's in our normal spot-on the vast majority of the time. It is something a little bit different. But there is there is a product on the market, I think there's a few of them. I think the one that we, we're aware of is, is, is something called Perfender, but it's the spot-on that just does worms. It doesn't do any of the external parasites. But have a chat with your vet about the situation. It may be even as simple as bringing your pet to the vet, and they may be able to ask one of the nurses or, or the vet themselves to tablet the pet for you. Just have a chat with them, discuss the, the situation, but it definitely sounds like if we're vomiting up worms, definitely sounds like we need to get in there with treatment for this little pet. And it won't go away itself? 
No, it won't no. go away. It's no. definitely okay. needs treatment. All right, Dennis has a 12-year-old, Jack Russell. His back, his back legs have gone very weak of late and now he's shaking when he stands up. Is there anything I, as I can do because I'm fearfully maybe in pain? Mm. Okay, so, yeah, with these older with these older pets, you know, like, like ourselves, the joints become a little bit creakier over time and sometimes things like osteoarthritis, discomfort in the joints may set in. Now, there's a number of things that could be going on with your pet. If it's weakness and shaking of the limbs, sometimes and most commonly it can be weakness and discomfort associated with joint pain or bone pain. So it's really important to get that checked out for your vet because there is by your vet because there is actually pl- plenty we can do in many cases to make them feel a lot more comfortable. Um, the weakness that you're seeing can sometimes be a side effect of them walking less over time because they're painful. So sometimes it can be something that's slow and insidious and onset, but it may not be necessarily something that's easily noticed at home. Now there are some less but slightly more unusual things to do with the way the nerves control the back legs. Um, and the strength within them that can happen in older age as well. And that's a little bit different. What I would say is well done for noticing this in your pet. I think you're right to be concerned. I'd visit your vet, let them know what's happening, let them know that they're shaking when they're standing, there's a lot of weakness in the limbs, and try and take note of how exercise tolerant they are. How are they coping with their walk if they are up to them? And do they get tired and stiff at various points of the day? And feed that back to your vet. They'll do a full physical exam and they'll take it from there and discuss the options with you. Because 12 for Jack Russell, is that that's even an, old, an older dog? It, it, we would class it as geriatric, so okay. older. But certainly I've seen Jacks go for, for for a fair few years longer than that. But that will be getting getting kind of into the into twilight years, certainly. So okay. it's definitely worth taking care of. All right, but help, help is available. That's, that's yeah. the, the main message. Okay, now uh, Barbara wants to know, how soon would Jane recommend introducing a new dog into the family following the death of a much-loved uh, pet just before Christmas? Our second dog still appears to be pining. But the problem is our second, the younger dog, isn't a very sociable dog with other dogs she's a five year old Bichon neutered Bichon Freeze the older dog who was 14 was a collie dog would we get a similar large dog or would Jane recommend another Bichon Freeze and how soon after the loss of the other dog I think she's thinking with the Bichon Freeze seems to be pining for the collie dog I would certainly say every situation is different. Having lost pets myself, I think there is always a, a temptation, particularly if you have a pet left behind and their little buddy has passed away. There's a temptation to try and fill that gap for them with it with a new pet. But it's really, really important that you take some time for yourself to grieve the loss of your pet, but also similarly for your pet to have time to grieve. And we do see that when they they pine, you know, it's very similar to what we perceive as human grief, but it's impossible to ask them to know. Um, But what I will say is there's no cut and dried answer on this. My own personal opinion is I will be in favour of giving it a few months at least before you'd consider getting a new pet, even if your pet is pining. Because, you know, if they have a, a new introduction to the house, particularly if they're not super social themselves and they're still grieving their old friends, that, you know, that's a lot going on for them all at once. So you want them to be kind of finding their feet again before you introduce a new pet into the household. With that pet being not particularly social, that's a challenging situation. Um, a very slow introduction, whatever breed you get, will be the best thing to do. I would say as regards a large or small dog, it's difficult to know how they will adapt. Sometimes it's not the size, it's the personality of the new pet. 
Um, so it really is a difficult one. What I will say is, you know, perhaps if you have an older dog introducing a puppy into that situation, particularly if they're not particularly social, might be slightly difficult because puppies tend to really not have great social boundaries with other dogs. That's something they learn over time. So it may be it may be worth considering getting an older pet um, matching kind of the, the lifestyle of your own pet. So from that perspective, I'd say consider rehoming. Mm. Um, there's plenty of brilliant rehoming centres out there. The ISPCA or, or national or national ISPCA do a really, really great job. So it will be worth considering rehoming in this situation, I think. But look, if you have a heart set on a pup, I would say a very gentle introduction, but perhaps an older pet to match the Bichon might be a good idea. Okay, and very finally, when you're talking about pet joints and and pain in... in, uh, A listener said, for pet joints, there's a great supplement called Arthrex. It's available online. Has Jane heard of it? Oh, there's a number of different ones. Now, off the top of my head, the name rings a bell, but exactly what's in that particular one, I couldn't swear on it. That said, it is worth, I suppose, considering there are a number of joint supplements on the market. Have a chat with your vet because you always want it to be a pet safe one. Um, and generally, they'll contain things like glucosamine and chondroitin, very much like the joint supplements that you or I might take. Right, it, really for humans, to, yeah. And yeah, what, what, really age, what age would you start introducing those supplements? Uh, varies depending on the breed middle to latter age but what i will say is the biggest thing that i see with pets coming in already on these joint supplements is please don't expect them to control their pain so if they already have joint disease it's the cherry on top in their management plan but it doesn't replace proper pain relief from your vet so just make sure that you have that covered before you consider it okay okay mind of information as always has a good week and we'll chat you next week jane thank you for that you too. Thank you. Good afternoon, Jane Pickett, the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade.